And so I want to read to you uh, what was on my heart. And I hope that if this is your story, um, if this is something that you uh, are wrestling through or continue to wrestle through, I hope that this uh, in some way, shape or form uh, blesses you. Welcome to the Ask Anything podcast, because some things are better said than read. My name is Peter LaRuffa. Today I'm going to be doing something a little different, because uh, I'm not going to be answering a question. Instead, I'm going to be sharing a portion of my sermon that I cut because of time, and I didn't really feel like it flowed well, and I didn't think it would care for people well. And so I cut it out of my sermon. I don't regret cutting it out, but I was very down about it, because I really, this was something that was really on my heart, because... Um, there are lots of people that I know right now. I say lots. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a good amount of people that I know right now who uh, are really, really struggling um, in life because they're longing to have children but have been unable to conceive. And I think uh, I get uh, different prayer requests submitted to me as a pastor. Uh, on a regular basis. I know some good friends who are really wrestling through this, and so I pray for them often and try to check in check in on them. Um, but I think the Christmas season in particular uh, can be a very difficult season for uh, lots of different people, but especially in this situation where here we are highlighting um, the miraculous birth of Christ, um, and we have Mary who had uh, no interest in having a baby. We certainly have no reason to believe she had any interest in having a baby at that point in her life. She was a young, young, single woman who was betrothed to Joseph, and she conceives by the Lord's grace. Um, you have Elizabeth and Zecharias who um, were unable to conceive, and then the Lord blesses them in their uh, old age with a child. And so there seems to be a lot of focus, appropriately so, on how the Lord worked in these people's lives, and we look back with great joy, great rejoicing, uh, grateful hearts, but I can't help but think of the people for whom that's pretty, pretty hard. Um, people who are unable to conceive, or people who have had multiple, multiple children uh, sadly die in utero. And so the way that I prepare sermons is I have a study document, I have my sermon outline, I have my sermon transcript. I type up a transcript most times. And then I have a scratch document. And the scratch document is the stuff that I chop out of the sermon 95% of the time. It's usually due to time. It's just too much. And so I want to read to you uh, what was on my heart. And I hope that if this is your story, um, if this is something that you uh, are wrestling through or continue to wrestle through, I hope that this uh, in some way, shape, or form uh, blesses you. I wish I could say I'm speaking from experience, but I'm not. I've not had this, uh, by God's grace, Sarah and I have not had to suffer um, as other people have when it comes to uh, trying to conceive and being unable to or going through multiple, multiple uh, children dying in utero uh, and, and, and miscarriages. It's unbelievably hard. We've walked through it with many different people, but we've not been through it ourselves. But still, uh, our hearts, my heart, really, really aches for people that I know who are really wrestling with it. And I think this is a difficult time to be going through that. And so what I want to do is I want to read to you um, from that scratch document. This is 
just about, it might be a little, a little rough because I didn't, I didn't go through and smooth it out. Like I typically do, I'll fine tune my sermon. So I just cut it out and pasted it here. Um, uh, and here's what I had to say. Birth stories can also not be fun. And I'm not referring to high-risk pregnancies or, or anything like that. Birth stories, especially around this time of year, can be unbelievably hard for people who long to have children but have not been able to do so. Perhaps you're unmarried and thought you would be married by now. Perhaps you're married and thought you'd be parents by now. Christmas is a hard time of year for many people, particularly the bereaved. We kind of expect that difficulty as the holidays are always hard when you have to spend them without people you've spent them with in the past or called in the past or contacted in the past. But friends, there's something else that's true. While some miss spending the holidays with people that are gone, others are just as sad because they long to spend the holidays with children they've yet to have. I can't get this off my mind lately. I think it's because there are some people in my life whom I'm really, really praying for because they've had significant difficulty conceiving or really, really praying for because they really love Jesus, serve him faithfully, are grateful for their life in him and wish they could share that with a like-minded spouse who also loves him, follows him, and serves him. And so I know it's a bit early in the sermon to have a moment like this. I, I had this earlier in the sermon. But I want you to know that I see you and love you and care for you and pray for you maybe more than you know. But honestly, I'm just me. I'm just Peter LaRufa. What I really want you to know is that Jesus sees you and loves you and cares for you and intercedes on your behalf. Never think that God says, look, I gave you eternal life, so just shut up, all right? I, like I rescued you from hell, gave you a new heart, so don't, don't bother me with your earthly desires, your disappointments, your struggles and griefs, all right? Just be grateful the closest you'll get to hell is earth and just get through this life and thank me in the end. That's not the God that we see in the Bible. That's not who we read about as we spend time within the scriptures. We see verses such as 1 Peter 5, verses 6 and 7 that says this, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you, casting all your anxieties on him, because he cares for you. Uh, we read in the Psalms, Psalms 55 and verse 22, Cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. And so I just wanted to let you know that if this is in some way, shape, or form your story, if this is the, the reality that you're wrestling with right now, I really just wanted to take this time to let you know that uh, my heart goes out to you. I am praying for you. Uh, if we know each other and I know your situation, I'm praying for you specifically. But I'm praying generally speaking just for people who I know the Christmas season can be very, very difficult for particularly if it comes uh, along with uh, or along the lines of uh, wishing that you could conceive and reading about all these uh, surprise pregnancies in the Gospels, which are joyous but can also leave you feeling, uh, feeling grieving and feeling like you're struggling through this. And I get that, um, but I don't get it the way God gets it. God knows you. God knows you better than you know yourself. The way that you suffer in these ways, God is very, very familiar with. Um, and you don't have to feel unknown by God, unseen by God. 
You don't have to feel like you have a God who lacks compassion for you because he's done so much for you in the gospel. No, quite the contrary. Because he's done so much for you in the gospel and calling you out of darkness and into his marvelous light, because he's adopted you, you are his child and he cares for you and he loves you very, very much. And so I want to encourage you to lean on him, to lean on his everlasting arms, uh, particularly if this season is very, very difficult for you when many, many people have so much, so much joy. If that's not you, I want you to know that uh, the Lord is kind and close and near to the brokenhearted. Uh, the Lord um, sustains us when we're weak. The Lord strengthens us when we feel like we're about to fall or have fallen. And it's my hope and my prayer that as you go through this Christmas season, you would rejoice uh, in the God of your salvation. You would rejoice in your Savior. But also know that God understands the very real and very hard struggle that you find yourself going through right now. And uh, if it's any comfort to you, understand that uh, you're on my mind and my heart as well. Because I just find that the Lord has laid this situation on my heart more now uh, for some reason perhaps than ever. And so know that you're loved, know that you're prayed for, and uh, I hope that this serves as a, a bit of an encouragement, at least that you're seen, at least that you're known, but most importantly that you are seen and known and loved by our Heavenly Father.